Welcome to the Skeptic Wire. Eleven twelve, actually seven eight nine ten eleven twelve no, on ten eleven twelve. No, it's not. It's seven four eight. They don't know that. They don't it's, know that. It, why are you listing numbers? Because it is October eleventh two thousand twelve. Yes. Which in the United States, when you do the two letter, uh, the two digit date, it's ten eleven twelve. And then so seven eight nine would be seven o'clock in our case seven p.m. Eight minutes, nine seconds, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. But it's actually nineteen forty. They don't know that. <laughs> and and it's not ten, eleven, twelve. I'm a programmer. It's twelve, ten, eleven. Did you not hear my explanation? It's actually eleven October. 12. Which is yeah. which is the way? Yeah, eleven, ten, twelve. So your entire thesis is wrong. To no, to to those people who put month day and year, which is how a lot of businesses have yeah. you do it. To those people, it's 10, 10 11, 20, 12. 12. No, 10, 11, 12. 10, 11, 20, 12. No, not all of them do the four digit. Despite despite the year 2000, not all of them have a four digit year. Okay. This, then this how would have do applied we know that it's not 2000 years ago? This would have applied to 7 in the morning <laughs> it certainly when feels Jesus that way, was 12 years old and bringing birds back to life. Yes. But not now because it's 2012. Okay. And I am going to burn you as a heretic because actually it's 1012. 1012? <laughs> 1012. When they burnt heretics at the stake. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Yay! It'll be warm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, it's episode like, it's 79. Not warm here. We're in Texas. It's warm. <laughs> it's getting cooler slowly. Well, we no, got cold not. for a moment. Yeah, for a moment. For, uh, like it, it was 30 pretty, minutes. It was pretty damn cold all two days that I was riding my motorcycle. So I would say it was cold for all those, those days. Anyway, it's episode 79 of the Skeptic Wire, in case you haven't figured that out Yay. by the download and it's saying Skeptic Wire on the thing and, you know, it's in your feed <clears throat> and my voice. So, episode 79 of the Skeptic Wire, I'm Gary Long, your host, and with me this week, as per normal, are Dennis Wofford. Yeah, whatever. And Greg Perrine. Happy coming out day. Yay! It's actually International Day of the Girl, too. But I know how you are. I know how you roll. It's all about the gay. It's not about the JJ. <laughs> it's not all about the gay with me. <laughs> Our listeners can go back. I don't know if we've talked about homosexual issues for the last few shows. No. So Not there. We have. I don't know. I forget them as soon as uh, as soon as I'm done <laughs> editing. <laughs> Sometimes listening to the edits, you forget about it while you're yeah, editing. Yeah, I block it. <laughs> um, it. It's also the new release of the Rolling Stones' newest single celebrating their 50th anniversary. Alive. Yep. Put out a new single today. What are we, wow. selling product placement now? <laughs> no, Hell I just yeah. think it's a really great song. Oh, okay. I kind of drove some people at work slightly insane with it. 
And what's the name of that song? Doom and Gloom. Doom and Gloom. Can they get it at adamandeve.com? No, but I'm sure you can find something that is doomy doomy and gloomy. gloomy. Well, it is getting close to Halloween. Yeah, so sexy costumes, that sort of thing. Yep. Exactly. Um, I don't have a list of anything. You really need to get a big board. (laughs) Yeah, There there are a couple little things from last week. Uh, Last week, there was some question if there was a study that we were talking about, whether it was vitamin C or vitamin D. Yes. The big study was about vitamin D. Yes. And if you really want a, a full-on, in-depth analysis so people know what the fuck they're talking about, go listen to that other really, really, really big skeptical podcast that you already probably have from yeah. a week or two ago, and they discussed it. Plus, yeah, last week I mentioned that it was um, about 50 years since Sputnik had been launched. It was Sputnik's birthday. It was actually 55 years, so I was wrong on that Sputnik. one. Sputnik. Bad Greg, no donut. Okay, that's probably all for the best, because I'm trying to lose weight. Um, but I think we also got some, well, it's not all listener mail, but listener comments, feedback, input. Um, I'm going to keep vamping until Gary stops playing with his MyPad. I'm trying to get to the damn letters. <laughs> Toward the end of the show notes. Yes, but I had to open it up. Yes, we got mail. <laughs> Actually, no, we got we hit, we got a comment on the blog post. And then we got a comment on the Facebook page. That's true. So So no mail whatsoever. Yeah, no mail. No one sends us mail, but we do get comments. Yes, so please send us us females. Right, because it's the International Day of the Girl on 10 That just just got creepy. (laughs) Hey, child marriage is a serious thing, and that's what International Day of the Girl is attempting to shed light on. I, I did not know that was the focus. I thought it maybe was like, oh, we should have more education for girls and that's stop the, the Pakistani Taliban for shooting 14-year-old girls in the face. That's, that's, that's part of it, but it's okay. also about um, child brides and... Mostly about like sex trafficking, that sort of thing. Yep. Okay. Again, Don't do that. Don't sex traffic. Don't shoot, shoot Sikhs in the head. Don't go into a Batman film and start shooting people. Don't go into the American Family Research Council and shoot people. Okay, this is stuff we keep li- listing at the top of every single show. Stop hurting other people. Okay, so by sex traffic, you mean don't sell people into slavery, but having sex in your car is just fine as long as it's not moving? You can have it in a moving car. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but not in the backseat. As long as somebody well, else is not, driving. Not in the backseat if you're driving. Yeah, if you're driving... Some things can be done with hands. I have experience in this that you can hands? do while driving, with a partner or without. <laughs> Best not to do it next to one of those. See, you're in a Prius, so you're really low to the ground. So, like every car and thing in the in the universe can look into your car and see what you're doing. Actually, I think this this is all before the Prius. It was in the, to people who know me. It was in the old Gergmobile, which is probably what a Ford a Escort station wagon. So about the same size. <laughs> <laughs> I rest my case. And there's my product placement for cars you can have sex in. <laughs> All one of them. <laughs> That's actually rather impressive in the Ford Ford Focus. No, I, I escort. 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 No, it's in the name. Yeah. 
It's in the news. Did you pay for it? <laughs> no. I am proud to say I have never paid for sex. <laughs> Did you take her out to dinner? No, don't answer it because my follow-up question. No, never mind. Okay. <laughs> Where the hell were we? You were male. Oh, okay. We are totally ignoring this. So, uh, listeners, <laughs> if you have had sex in your car, write us into the blog or uh, skeptiquire at gmail.com or twit at us or comment on our Facebook page. Or, hell, even give us a review on iTunes. <laughs> And talk about your sexy, sexy times in cars and how much you think about... Greg really wants to know. Doing, having sexy, <laughs> sexy time in your cars while listening to the Skeptic he, Wire. Greg your... would like a blow-by-blow blow detail. <laughs> now I have the internet for that sort of stuff. <laughs> He's asking you <laughs> to send it in. <laughs> Are you trying to poke fun at me? Perhaps. Why don't we get on to some penetrating discussion? Okay. We got comments. You just cornholed my whole comment. Oh, he's good, isn't he? <laughs> Let's not take yeah, this so discussion. I, I, I 69 your comment. <laughs> I'd rather 68 six, it. Yeah. 67. 68. 70, 71. I like 68. By the way, you if know, you guys want to stay yeah, later, oh, yeah. I can toss some salad for you. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's Toss Salad Man. So Daniel sent us a comment. <laughs> a very serious <laughs> comment. So, okay. And he said he on our Facebook page, or wrote he on our Facebook page, on your September. I don't know how he speaks. <laughs> <laughs> well, on your. Every, every other. Quotation where I always do in a southern accent, so I might as well. All in your September 20th. No. <laughs> really? No, this is one of, our li- one of our listeners. So, on your September 27th podcast, you mentioned that liberals have their anti science ideologies too, just like the conservatives who get all the flack. This has been my impression too, but a Google search failed to come up with anything that backs up the claim that anti-GMO is largely a liberal thing. I'd really like to be able to point at GMO and say, look, I occasionally disagree with liberals, but it's difficult without evidence that the liberals are the problem. A little help on this? Ideas? Links? Thanks. End of comment. (laughs) End of line. (laughs) And we did have one response from one of our listeners. Yes. Our um, friend Richard. Yes, our Ri- From friend London. Richard, who does actually have a British accent. So yes. this I will read in a Southern accent. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> and and whose ears are right now probably bleeding. The ones I have heard of. <laughs> it sounds exactly like him. <laughs> oh my god, he's like he's here. The, the ones I have heard of include anti-nuclear power or nuclear. Power. Nuclear. Nuclear. I I can't even do it wrong. You're not from the south. In fact, most natural medicine claims, which are about being anti-big pharma, are a couple of the biggies. There you go. However, it is humans as a whole that tend to have anti-science thoughts. I just try to evaluate what evidence I can find, regardless of my political affiliations. That was horrible. Thank you. From a horrible uh, British accent to a horrible <laughs> Southern <laughs> accent. We apologize to our listeners 
No. Oh, yeah, I think we've offended everybody. Yay! Um, So I I came to the same conclusion. What? (laughs) It's going to make a very, very inappropriate comment, so... Go ahead. Just no, no, we're good. All right, because we're at the pause. I can take it out. Well, yeah, I, and, and I have to agree with Richard on this because I, a bunch of my liberal friends are the ones that keep trying to promote juice cleanses and um, the those stupid Baltic amber bracelet. Shit yeah, a little bit more on dealing. the wooey side. Uh, but I, again, I, it doesn't really have to do with. And um, liberal versus conservative. conservative. Uh, it has to just do with lack of critical thought. Because uh, yeah. I have some very liberal friends. Um, they're unmarried. They have a child together, and they're living together. No, not you. <laughs> and they're using those besides you amber teething bracelets and stuff yes. like that. Yeah, and and so they're 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 very wooey, but they're also conspiracy nuts. Which again, it really has nothing to do with being liberal or conservative. But I think that... No, I'm never going to say... I was going to say, you know, often it seems like conservatives tend to go down the the far deep end because they are somewhat used to bending to authority. I mean, it's basically part of the, the, the religious upbringing as well. And conservatives don't like change, and so it's easier to accept something being given to you rather than thinking for yourself. So with, so what you're saying is with conservatives, things that are pro... This is a very, very, very broad brush. Anti-science <laughs> ideas that are very pro-authority, like anti-creationism, uh, anti anti-global warming, anti-global warming, anti... Um, Evolution, control. Yeah. All that kind of stuff is saying, no, our authority tells us what is right, and it's yes. told us this, so we're going to reject the science. Where maybe some of the liberal ones, like especially anti-big pharma, yep. anti-GMO uh, foods, uh, anti-vaccination is is a little bit more liberal. You get that more from liberals because yeah, maybe well, it's I mean, look at Jenny anti-authority. Jenny McCarthy, as far as I know, isn't a conservative. She's quite liberal, but she's the face of the anti-vax movement here in the United States. It's 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 the kind of thing where, uh, going back to the listener's question, it's not necessarily that there are websites out there that are, we are liberals and thus we are anti-GMO. Yeah. It's just the people who post... Who will spam your Facebook? The friends of yours who will spam your Facebook page with, you know, fifty different posts about how uh, GMO is killing you, right. or uh, you know, vaccines you should avoid. The people who argue with you the most on those kind of topics tend to be, you know, nine times out of ten, the more liberal friends of yours. Where the conservative friends of yours are the ones who are saying, you know, no, you have to believe in God and Jesus and the world is only 6,000 years old. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's a general it. trend. It's not something we can specifically point to. No. Like, this is a specific example, but there are things like natural news is very anti-science, but I wouldn't consider it conservative. Uh, or liberal. It's just yeah, kind of It just there. is. is <laughs> well, the main difference is, is that being anti-science really has nothing to do with your political affiliations. It really doesn't. Mm -hmm. It's 
there's a, there's a lot more that goes into making up your decisions about whether or not you're an anti-vaxxer or whether or not you're a 9-11 truther or a, a, a birther or a, an anti-nuke, whatever. There's a lot more into it other than just, oh, the DNC said this or the RNC said that. There's there's so much more into it. It's Once again, it's like the whole atheism argument. Atheism is simply, I don't believe in a god. Nothing more, nothing less. But a lot of people will say, oh, because you're an atheist, you can't be a Republican, or because you're an atheist, you can't be this, or you can't, right. or you have to be that. Or- right. Sometimes, it, like like you were saying, you you mentioned nine eleven and um, birthers and stuff like that. Some t- being a believer in conspiracy theories is not necessarily a liberal or conservative thing, but sometimes which conspiracy theories you'll latch onto depends on. So conservatives tend to be the ones who are latching onto the birther thing, where I guess it's a mix with 9-11-ers. Yeah, I would say 9-11 is a mix. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where 9-11 truthers, you can't point to them saying, oh, those are more usually liberal. The bell curve there tends towards the liberals or something. But things like anti-big pharma is a very kind of liberal, natural world. Let's not, you know, poison our bodies. That's much more what you usually get friendly, from the... Friendly, the guy hypothesis. Exactly. Very yeah. con- very liberal, hippy-dippy kind of, hey, dude, let's all be nice to each other, which is good. Right. And which nice gets taken to an extreme right. sometimes with certain liberal personalities. And speaking of being nice to the world and being nice to other animals and and everything. Um, our second writer, Jack, and unfortunately he he wrote us. I'm assuming it's he. Uh, he wrote us quite a while ago, uh, mm-hmm. and we haven't got back to him. So now we're getting back to him. This uh, is we the apologize. Who, who I, I take full responsibility. He for commented that, on one of our blog posts for yeah. our episode announcements. Yes. And anybody who's ever gone to skepticwire.blogspot.com knows that the reason why we're podcasters is because we're not bloggers. <laughs> so our apologies, Jack. You know, thank you for commenting. We appreciate it. Yeah. But you know, we're, we're, we're bad we're, people. We're, we're horrible, we're gonna, evil. We're trying to get better. People. We really are. Um. So anyway, so he kind of wrote about well, three different things. Yes. Yeah. Well, first off, he loves the show. Yeah. Which, thank you. Thanks, Zach. Although, after not responding to him, he he probably hates us now. Yeah. But we're responding to you now. Okay. Anyway, he says, I love the show, though I do have a couple of things to disagree with in the last show. Do we know which show number that was? Yeah. Jack wrote, I love the show, though I do have a couple of things to disagree with in the last show, which would be episode 67. I think I mentioned that. Or 66. But probably 67, because well, that's 67 when he's 67 was the TAM review episode, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. Even though the vegan stereotype is an anti-skeptic, such as that wacko with a smartphone app, the choice to be vegan can easily be justified as more moral from a skeptical humanist position. Some vegans overstate the health benefits when, of course, eating a balanced diet with some lean meats, eggs, and milk is just as healthy as a balanced vegan diet. But both types of diet can be unhealthy. The only good reason to bring up that a vegan diet is just as healthy for everyday people and athletes alike as one containing animal products is to say that it can be done. 
Then move on to the reasons why it should be done, i.e. greatly reducing your carbon footprint, not wasting farmland, water, and crops on animals bred to die, or live in lifelong captivity for an attainment of human taste buds. Yes, in case you hadn't guessed, I am a vegan. Though I had to headbutt my way through a massive wall of taste bud reinforced cognitive dissonance with some guidance from a, quote, stridently, end quote, vegan, feminist, pacifist, anti-racist, LGBTIQ rights, labor rights, liberal, not as much atheist and vulgar, news podcast called Citizen Radio. Uh-huh. I have heard of this. They are why I think of myself as humanist plus. I do not limit my sympathy along the lines of species, just as I do not along lines of race, gender, sexuality, or class. Also, about the religious skeptic things. Skeptics thing. Do skeptics let, quote, skeptical anti-vaxxers, skeptical homeopath, skeptical 9-11 truthers, or skeptical climate change deniers go unchallenged? No. Even if they realize it, it is their irrational blind spot, but believe they are getting something special out of it, like whooping cough or a ruined planet, religion holds a privileged position even among supposedly secular skeptics. And last, a few shows ago there was a misunderstanding of the meaning of the word feminist was expressed. It is simply someone who wants men and women to be treated as equals, not the same, but as equals. You're all feminists whether you like it or not. Yeah, even Greg and Gary. We Yay. men can be feminists too. And that's how we know it's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jack, again, thank you very much for, for writing in. And once again, we apologize for not getting back to you uh, a sooner. Time ago. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, uh, actually, in subsequent podcasts, I believe, I hope, that sometimes we've, we've expressed a more balanced position on vegans because you know i personally have bad experiences with the you know i rant about them all the time those kind of college vegetarians college vegans who just exist on lettuce and bread and are just spouting off nonsense and not eating healthy and not being dietarily careful and that's and And that's that's the whole thing about that's what jack said that you can be unhealthy and be a vegan at the same time right and in the in the and he's absolutely right that it's a humanist or, I guess, almost a speciesist <laughs> approach that to take because there is a very good reason not to eat meat, particularly with the way that um, it, the meat industry has been industrialized. And, and as such, a lot of the meat that we eat, a good majority of it, is basically canned from birth. You know, they mm-hmm. don't get out and around. Some, a lot of them, it's really bad conditions. Um, they to keep them in these farms. A lot of times they're they're fed a lot of antibodies, which or antibiotics, antibiotics, which you know eventually get passed on in the whole thing. It, well, it's not just antibiotics; it's hormones and hormones, steroids right. and and there's a variety of stuff right. that corporate meat production uses. Right, and of course, what that does do is it keeps the food costs low. So that people can get their meats, um, it's a hell of a lot more efficient than running them up on the. There's on a the certain amount of economy of scale that yeah. to make as much meat as we consume, which may you know arguably is too much, but to make the meat that we consume, you have to. It's it, it's essential to be that economic yeah. about how you are raising animals, and there is an argument to be made from vegetarians and vegans that. Yeah, that's not how we should do it. Unfortunately, there, you know, it, it's it's along the lines of if you're going to say we shouldn't eat meat because of that, there aren't a lot of good 
alternatives suggested by vegetarians and vegans. Right, and, and there, there's a, they'll say either you just should never eat it. Well, that's that's making a should statement about eating meat because right. of the industry. Where there's not a lot of some vegans will not make any allowance that for all, at all. Right, but well, if there are well, vegans the, who are like, well, if you go out and shoot a deer and and you use all the meat and it was you know wild caught, yeah, sure, go ahead. I don't I don't have a problem with that. And some vegans will say, no, that's murder. You, it's wrong to kill anything. And that goes into other arguments that are are not necessarily steeped in. Well, why is that wrong? Yeah, and it's also kind of ignoring biology. Yeah, uh, I mean, anthropologically, whole- humans. One of the thought lines is is that humans developed the way that they did is because of eat meat. Yep. And you get you know it's it's the it's the vegans that try to feed their dog only lettuce. Those are the ones that I have problems with. Yeah. Okay, I feed my dogs vegetarian dog food. Do they get any animal protein? Uh, occasional bones, but we get them from a specific butcher. Mm-hmm. So, but you're not saying my I'm never going to no, yeah, no. allow my 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 yeah, doggy to ever pay ever way too much for dog food. Let's yeah. just <laughs> it that way. Right. My dogs eat better than I do. <laughs> so the, the other yeah. thing that really needs to happen for veganism to take even a larger. Uh, Hold other than other than the the social aspect, which is primarily what it is right now, is it's is it's a socially uh, driven. Uh, some people do it for health reasons, and some people do it because of I don't want that. You know, I, I'm against the the cow being murdered. Right. Right. But in order for that to happen, there has to be a good path to get from meat-eating to non-meat-eating. And right now, even with the rise of veganism through the 80s, when it was actually not particularly safe because there wasn't enough information on how to eat properly and what all vitamins and minerals you needed, now we're, we've are we made great strides, but we're still not there yet. I mean, how do you go from being a meat-eater to being a non-meater what's what's the path you don't really just stop cold turkey because uh you it takes a lot of information apparently sometimes the solution is tofurkey something that's that's ignoring to satisfy those urges okay but okay great tofurkey whatever <laughs> um but that's ignoring we know that eating meat in the diet gives you certain vitamins and minerals that your body needs Okay, yes. so what replaces those? That right, just on looking up, how do you go from veganism? You know, how do you go from meat eating to veganism? You know, you Google that, you get about twelve or thirteen completely different answers. There's not one good medical authority that says this is how you do it, and this is how you stay healthy for more than the four years um while your body wastes away because you're not getting enough enough vitamin B12. Well, I happen to know that you need vitamin B12 because I've read about 12 different sites and in the in the forums they're like, "Gosh, I'm always so tired. Oh, well you need vitamin B12." Or, you know, and so then you have to take supplements. Well, which supplements do you take? So, there isn't one I I and I should say I haven't found which is argument from ignorance. Right. But one good way to do it, one easy way. Plus, 
going to the store, um, what do you buy? How do you cook it? You know, there there needs to be a book that says you need these utensils. <laughs> this is how they work. <laughs> I think there are vegan cookbooks out there. I, I know, I yes. have them, but but they're not all would, maybe scientifically based I would on also how to be a balanced, balanced diet. I would also say that sometimes the problem isn't it, it isn't addressed just as a social problem. Okay. There's an economic side to this too. Yes, it that was, is I was a get there. hell of a lot cheaper. Yeah, it it's, is it's cheaper be, and easier to get kids nutrition. Yes, but it's well, let's, no, let's 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 be honest about this. To eat healthy is expensive. Yes, that yes, let's just, that's part just of the cut topic, to the thing. And the people that probably who should be going more towards a, a vegan diet. Kids, a more more vegetable-based diet. There is a reason. Economics, flat out, I would say that's probably the number one killer okay. of, of it. And the other thing is, it's uh, we, we, you touched on it, it's faster to do the whole meat on a sandwich and the way you go. Because you don't really have to think about it. You, you throw your meat in there, you throw some greens in there, uh, throw some cheese on there, uh, mustard, boom, Add everybody's carrots, happy. You're good. Yeah. Uh, whereas with the vegan, you have to you have to spend time to make it. Now you you probably can go out and buy vegan food. I know that in San Antonio there's a couple of places you can go. You can go to a lot of HEBs, but like the HEBs right around me, they have vegetarian but not vegan. Right. So to get vegan, I'd have to go way out of my way. I don't have time to do that, and quite frankly, I'm not willing to. But. Um, you know, but but that's a money thing, right? Yeah. And that's a money and a time thing. Slowly, but, time slowly but surely, I'm sure cultures are changing. I mean, we're here. They in, are here in Texas, a major grocery chain like HEB carrying vegetarian options is probably a lot of progress from the vegan vegetarian side yeah. compared to probably just ten years ago where everything was barbecue. Yeah, and, and of course. Um, HEB does cater to the people that they serve. So if you ask for something, they'll try and get it if it seems if it's economically feasible. Uh, so if they have enough people asking for mm-hmm. for vegan stuff, but again, you you have to get over that hump, you know, of a lot of people wanting wanting to change the vegan. And and the other thing is changing your habits then. Um, because the, there's a lot again, of black backsliding from from what I understand uh, from reading the forums. You know, they go for a couple of years maybe, and then they it's well, just, just easier. Just and me trying to cut out snacks from my diet is very difficult. Right. So I eat you know fruit during lunch with whatever else I'm make I'm making, and I have you know you know uh, cantaloupe and grapes here at home to snack on, so that I'm still I still have that snacking thing, but eating less calorific stuff, but I allow myself to eat sugary stuff when I'm out and about and just having fun, that satisfies those urges when you're cutting out meat entirely, or if you're cutting out sugar entirely, you're going to still have those cravings because your body says, I need these things. Yep. And and, and that's been something I go through because I've I've cut out red meat way out of my diet. Uh, I I eat fish and and chicken, more more fish than, than chicken, even though... They say that fish has more mercury, so you have to be careful about eating too much fish, um, which is another concern. Uh, but like today, I had a hamburger. Yeah, and I'll be having have a hamburger on Saturday too. Right. <laughs> well, the 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 going back to Jack's um, comment, yes. 
Um, I mean, the whole the the problem. I, I will take exception with really just one thing that he wrote, which was that he slipped into a kind of a, a kind of a mean thing to say in that eating meat was just for the entertainment of human taste buds, mm. and it's not necessarily just because it's tasty. You know, our body evolved to need some of these foods, and our okay. brain says, I am lacking in vitamin B12, like you were saying earlier. I am going to crave a steak. You know, if you're about to get scurvy, your brain is probably saying, You know Give what me an you orange. could use? Yeah, exactly. You know what you could use right now? An orange. Now, hopefully, you go and actually eat an orange and not go to the Orange Julius, right. which probably doesn't have, has never even, like, looked at an orange. Any employee in that entire shack has ever seen an do orange. Have, do you have orange? It's orange colored. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah we, we have these cravings because our bodies evolved to say, you know, meat is good for this. Now, right. it's, it's a bit of overcoming that to say, you know what, I don't have to have that. I know intellectually I can have this very fortified salad and take a vitamin supplement and I'll actually be good. And I can leave behind the taste and not have vegetarian bacon or something. Yeah, and okay. and I would also make the argument that the some of the vegetables and fruits and I'm I'm going to use air quotes there that you get <laughs> at places like Walmart and HEB, which if you're from Texas, you know it's pretty much the only places you can shop. For major groceries, especially chains. here in San well, Antonio, because well, San Antonio, you can get Albertsons and Safeway is completely gone. Yeah, but there's only one grocery chain here in but San Antonio. Yes. These are, once again, it is corporate farming. Yeah. Those fruits and vegetables are being bred for mass production. They're not being bred for taste. They're not being bred for well calories and, and and vitamins. They are being bred for mass production. They are flavor saver tomatoes, which means they have no flavor whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Go! I do a lot of shopping at farmers markets, and that which goes back to the whole time money expensive, thing. right? Yeah, well, yeah. You, and have, I you spend, have to be there on Saturday and Sunday in San Antonio. Well, actually, in you, San Antonio, you can only get what's in season. You can't say I feel like cooking zucchini. You have to wait sure, till zucchini season. That's, that's how no, I grew I would, up. I mean, do you know that San Antonio actually has more <laughs> farmers markets than any other city in Texas? And there, what? it's not just a Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, I know there's one that's all week long, isn't there? There's there's several of them. And there's if you Google San Antonio Farmer's Markets, they actually have a whole listing of... Of uh, Farmer's Markets. Yeah, and I go Shock. through and I will spend easily $100 at a Farmer's Market right. every and week. But I buy, I know where my bacon is coming from. I know where my beef is coming from. I know where my vegetables have come from. And you know what? They taste better. It freshes, freshes always. But a lot better. of people don't have that time, or that money. energy. The they don't have a car. Yeah. They have to go to whatever again, is close by. You, you, know, you live in a food desert. You right, got a problem. Right. And once again, it's back to the socioeconomic status of the consumer. And 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 that's why the idea of just for the entertainment of human taste buds. That's not always what it's about. Yes, right. you know, vegan di- diets can be healthy. It's just sometimes the stridently vegan people yes, they can be who who come at you saying, "Oh, you, you're you're evil for eating meat" or something. That's what sets your brain off to say, "I don't like vegans" or anything like that. Which leads well, us into the next point, right? Um, so Jack then asked, 
do you let anti-science go unchallenged? Um, my answer is, it depends. <laughs> when when a, when a vegan comes at you being very angry, uh, I don't want to challenge. Okay, all you're going to do is argue. So you, that person definitely is going to change their mind, and you probably aren't going to change your mind either. You may give in and say, oh, you're right, but that's not going to change anything. So it depends on whether you're having a conversation or an argument. Because, like I said, arguments don't change minds. But conversations do. Right. And if, in, especially if you're not so, uh, well, the whole don't be a dick thing. Yeah. Uh, if you can show why a position is incorrect, um, using logic and kindness and maybe a little bit of snark, why not? Right. But, I mean, you have to be careful not to turn that person on if you turn that person off. You have to be careful not to turn that person off if you're trying to change their opinion. Pretty famously, uh, James Randi was skeptical of climate change. He, he, right. He, he, didn't, he didn't think the science was in, and he was like, no, I don't, I don't think it's a, a thing. But people you know, showed him the arguments, and he said, and he has since changed his mind. Right. And so it probably that, wasn't the assholes on the forums going, James Ramsey's a moron. Right. Right. Well. <laughs> there, and, and I remember there was also some uh, a speaker at TAM 8. I can't remember his name, unfortunately. Former, like, former sheriff or FBI investigator who was speaking at TAM, who is, um, you know, good at investigations of paranormal stuff, but is climate change denier. Mm. And he was getting kind of hisses and kind of boos from the audience. So there are some things like climate change and you know evolution and vaccination that is pretty solid in on the science where most of the time the skeptical the skeptic movements position on them are pretty heavily on one side where you don't have people skeptical of vaccines or skeptical of climate change or skeptical of evolution being within the broader, quote-unquote, skeptic movement, skeptic with a big S. Right. But you have, like you said, depends on the situation. You have some people like, pretty famously, um, astrophysicist uh, Dr. Pamela Gay is Christian. Mm-hmm. She has spoken at the last three TAMs. I'm sure she's spoken at other ones that just weren't at them. You know, she goes to skeptic conventions of Dragon right. Con and all and that. And that's because she's not talking about her religion. Her religion, right. and that's she fine. She is skeptical of everything except for religion, sure. and people give her a pass because she's not pushy about it, right. and it's her own personal choice that she gets something out of, and pretty much, in, in addition to that, most people are like, okay, that's her one little quirky thing, we'll let her go on that. Yeah. Everybody's got it, and it's that's like like I've I've said, skepticism. The the skeptic group here in San Antonio, we ignore the elephant in the room, because we're we're talking about science, and unless the religion is infringing on that, we we just ignore it. Well, or at least put it on the back. We try to. Yeah, this, <laughs> never this happens. Never works. There is a time and a place for all of the arguments. There is a time and a place to ignore 
the elephant in the room. There's the time and the place to say something. Yep. Okay. I have climate change deniers at work. They go spouting off. I ignore it. I really do. I'm just like, okay, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, if someone in the next cubicle is spouting that kind of stuff, I just throw on the headphones and right. sure, listen like, to now, our podcast or something like that. Or Now, when it comes to issues that are extremely important to me, i.e. the vaccination movement, that's the one where I will call people out on because they are literally putting my daughter's health at risk. So, people have gotten mad at me for saying, oh, well, you're not skeptical of, of vaccinations, but you're skeptical of all of this stuff. No, I have read the science. I have seen his position clearly yeah. stated. A lot, a lot of the, the... when it comes to my daughter, guess what? I'm not going to give them a pass. Yeah. A, a lot of the people misunderstand saying that you're a skeptic that assumes that means you're a cynic and disbelieve everything you're ever told. Right. And that's not true. A skeptic who is a true big-ass skeptic, and it's I don't want to get all no-true-Scotsman on here, but... <laughs> it just did. That's fine. <laughs> is, ...is willing to look at all the evidence, but if the evidence points in one direction, is conditionally willing to say, yes, that is true. And we'll keep... You know, it's the whole extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. At a certain point, things like evolution and vaccine safety, there's a mountain of evidence that you really have to be extraordinarily, have an amazingly obvious study and group of studies with lots of replication, lots of sample size to show that this can overturn this. You don't get the schmuck in his garage overturning Einstein these days because there's so much evidence showing that Einstein's relatively stuff was correct. Right. It could yeah. be proven wrong tomorrow, but it's going to take one hell of a big um, disproving thing. Yeah. Disproving thing? My brain sure. just went off. <laughs> and finally, let's address Good thinkering. His, his last point about men can be feminists too and all that. Yes, yes I agree. Traditional feminism is men and women should be treated as equals, not the same, but equals. Yeah, that is traditional feminism. We're not going to get into radical feminism and third wave feminism and, and all, all the, of it. Right. Just like we're not going to get into atheism plus. Oh, I said it. <laughs> but I, I always considered feminism to be a, a subcategory of humanist anyway. No. So, even though it has man in it. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, did I just I, destroy my cred? As, as, no. as, as being the one here with boobs and a vagina, I can safely assure everybody out there that Greg and Gary are do have women's best interests at heart. I remember when we were at the Reason Rally, and I got in an argument with someone about how women are treated. Mainly because I was being treated that way right in front of you. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> and um, you know. I, I, it made me feel really good that later on after this, this not argument, but strong discussion with this guy. Heated discussion. He, heated, but not like angry, but definitely Not insistent. I'm going to shank you with a spork when we get no, back to the hotel. <laughs> but I am not going to back down on this because you are wrong. Um, we had this discussion and later on you're like, thank you for being a guy who gets it. And that makes me feel good to make sure that everybody is treated equally and you don't 
You know, you, you don't assume that just because something's been that way for a long time that means it's right. Right. Well, I mean, I... That's what you get from some of the stupid, crappy stuff some politicians have been right. saying, that we're not going to have time to talk about all that Paul Brown or, well, you know, I mean, Arkansas stuff. Even, yeah. even this week, I have literally been told, you shouldn't worry about this. And it's been that implication <laughs> of... Don't you worry, you're a pretty little oh, head. Yeah, that was exactly right. what I was <laughs> Is it along those lines? You know, and I, wow. you know, here I am. I am a woman with advanced degrees. I have worked very hard to be where I'm at, and I still deal with that. It's a, uh, it, the, 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 the thing... You were about it, to say it's a man's world, weren't you? No, I was not. It's actually... <laughs> it, it's one of those things where I have the problem of I just don't get it. I don't get people who still that think that way in this yeah. day and age. It's like not getting people who refuse to believe science and think the world is only 6,000 years old. I, I have to stop and take myself out of my own brain and shrink it down a lot yeah. <laughs> and think, okay, well, why are they coming from this point of view? They've been told since they were children that this book is the absolute truth and this book says that we have, we did not evolve, so it's a personal thing. And they never thing. thought about it. But I, I have to stop and think about it myself to say, all right, how do I get in their mindset? How can I possibly understand that? And that's really hard to do. And most I, people I don't, can't I, do that. I don't think that you can understand it. I think you can recognize their yeah. point of view. Yeah, it just <laughs> with things that <laughs> are anti-science, like we were talking about earlier, or with anti-feminism, or just anti-woman, or really, really, really stereotypically mad men old-fashioned kind of talk, it just always catches me by surprise. Mm. And that's really why it's just like, what? Why would you? Why would you treat a woman that way? Yeah, and like it, I said, I would not say that I deal with it on a daily basis. So progress, but I deal with it <laughs> on a regular basis. I don't doubt it. And most of the time, I just look at him and go, "It's my money. It's my credit card, and you're going to do what I want." Because <laughs> <laughs> inevitably, it's always something in a a, a service. Industry Is it that type. stereotypical kind of you bring your car into the shop and the, the shop guy is always talking to your husband hmm. to talk to him about the car and you you know and you do what Actually, Sa- the character Sally did in Third Rock from the Sun and you take a pair of pliers and grab him by the nuts and s- twist it and say, I like <laughs> my car done in half an hour and I don't want you to mark up the, the prices and I want you to give it a wash before I go. Is that okay? Yeah, it's okay. And the, good, okay. I've literally, in here in San Antonio, went into one of the major um, home renovation stores. Not going to name it. Go ahead. And I was looking at tile for my... Does it have the word home in it? (laughs) Shut up, Gary! Shut up! I was looking at tile. And I found a tile that I wanted to buy for my kitchen. And I finally flagged somebody down and I said, Okay, my kitchen, I I have so much floor space. To cover, I need plus 10%. So, uh, you know, about how many boxes of this tile that I need. And he looked at me and he goes, I'm not going to sell you that. And I'm all like, um, excuse me. And he goes, he goes, well, that's a daring choice for a kitchen. And I'm all like, why are you selling it? (laughs) Okay. And he goes, 
why don't you just go get your husband, little lady, and he and I would discuss it. Holy fuck. I looked at her and said, first off, you need to go get your manager because you're going to have to explain to him why I'm not purchasing this. I said, second of all, my house, my name on it, my credit, bought the house. Second of all, my credit card, the one buying it. I said, now go get your manager. And he was all like, no. I turned around, I walked to the front desk, and I went, I need to see whoever runs this store right, right now. now. And they were all like, what? And I said, because you've got an asshole in the back. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody's got an asshole in the back, but I see your point. <laughs> you know, they were like, oh, we're sorry. And they were like, they were offering me discounts. And I'm like, no, sorry, I'm going to your competitor now. <laughs> and I did, and I found roughly the same tile. And it's the same tile. It's in my kitchen now. And the person that sold it was like, why don't you go get it? <laughs> but the progress is that that second person did not talk oh, to you in the, that demeaning the way. The guy at the next big box store, which was their competitor, I was all like, I want this. And he goes, oh, that is on sale. Oh, you must be the lady they called in about. <laughs> <laughs> Donna's always the lady they call in about. Uh, so I, I, I had that, uh, not that experience, but... I was with uh, my ex-girlfriend, well, when she was my girlfriend, um, and we we went to get her, how am I going to say this? How much qualification are you going to put in there? <laughs> no, I'm just regressing here. I was with my girlfriend, uh, and we, sh- we brought her car in to get uh, oil change and tires rotated and stuff like that. Standard and, service. Yeah. You know, I'm there just to, you know, driver, bet we're going to go out to get some food. And so... She's standing in front of me. I'm standing behind her, you know, just kind of... Looking aimlessly at the yeah. walls. Yeah. And so the guy behind the counter said, oh, okay, and then, oh, you want this? And then starts looking at me and started talking to me. And I just looked at her and said, not my car, it's her car. Talk to her. <laughs> yeah, and see, and see, that's what my guy does. He's all like, I, no, no, deal with her. She's the one on this... this Tear, I'm, this cake, I'm the this chauffeur. And, yeah, <laughs> Today. And you get subtle and things like you you go out for dinner and you agree. Okay, you know this time you're going to pay. You know, t- you know, trading back and forth, whatever. Kind of a different version of Dutch. Yeah. And the waiter comes by and sees. Okay, you've paid with a credit card. Takes the credit card away. Comes back with it and gives it to the guy. Must have looked at the credit card at some point to see it's. You know. <laughs> I'm going to invent a female name here, Sally, whatever, and puts it down in front of me. <laughs> like, my See, name's not Sally. My name's not Sally. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm very fortunate in that I found a mechanic here in town who, like, literally, I go to him and I'm like, it's doing that thing. And for me, it's always a thing. <laughs> and, like, I will be, yeah, I'll, we I'll noticed. be like, it's like, it only took us a year and a half to notice that. You know, and he'll be all like, and the greatest part is that his wife is also a mechanic. Yeah. And so they just. Oh man, that ruins my joke. (laughs) So they always just go, just leave it here. We'll call you in a couple hours. You know, but I'm always, I'm the one who's always like, I have a credit card. Just, just fix it. (laughs) Here. Here, take my money. (laughs) But my mechanic, though, is really great in that he and his wife will both go, okay, this is the problem. And when I give them that look, sort of like the dog, that oh, oh can you, you uh, can you explain that in the terms of human anatomy? <laughs> <laughs> and they will go dead human oh, anatomy. Can you use Legos to explain this, please? Right. But they will sit there and they will be like, 
drop it down to like little kid. They're all like, okay, the thing that turns it was broken. I'm like, Went boom, oh. boom. <laughs> exactly. And I feel better. Yeah. But they're not condescending to you because you're no. a woman. You're condescending because you know nothing because about cars. Because I am, yeah. I am technologic, or I am mechanically declined. And that's progress. <laughs> I am mechanically is. declined. Things aren't perfect, but things are getting better. Yes. So to answer your questions, yes, no, yes, yes, no, maybe, perhaps, and twelve, kind of, sort of, maybe in a way, <laughs> but only on the second Tuesday of months with ours in them. Yes. Only in days spelled with a Y. That's right. And if you can see the Tycho Critter. All right. Okay. So thank you so much for your letters. Uh, we really appreciate it. I promise, I promise, I promise, if you send us more stuff, we will actually get back to you in a timely more manner. A timely more manner? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, because then we'll start speaking like Roger more. Right. Which, you know, it is the 50th anniversary of James Bond. Exactly. That's probably why I said that. Okay. Um, so that's the intro <laughs> for an hour. We're about fifty minutes in, so how about time for a birthday? Yay! For <laughs> really? Wow. Yes. Anyway, so birthday. Birthday. Today is October eleventh, um, and we have someone who was born October eleventh, eighteen zero nine. Eighteen oh nine. It was it, a very good year. Is his name Clue. was Orson Squire Fowler. Squire. 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 Hey. I thought you guys would like that. And Fowler. So Amy Farrah Fowler's uh, great, great, great grandfather. I have no information on that. (laughs) Um, So he's a fictitious character. (laughs) No, no. no, This is a real person. He was born in 1809. Correct. 1809. I I can tell you that there are two things he's pretty well known for. I'll tell you the second one, which isn't particularly the skeptical thing. Okay. He's very famous for advocating the octagon style of house. An octagon style of house? The the polyhedronous... Yeah, a, 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 a basically a a house built. Was it Chuck Norris? Because Chuck, Chuck Norris was, was an octagon. octagon. Yeah. No, yes. I don't think he has anything to do with octagon. Oh. Well, but he did. He was in it. He was he was big on popularizing octagonal shaped houses oh, uh, because he felt that you know there are things like it's easier to heat because yeah, there's less this, surface area. Is this, a, a, uh, is this a pyramid guy? No, he was just an amateur architect. Huh. And that's actually separate from the other, more skeptically thing that he was more other well-known-ish for. Okay. Can Here's we another hint. He he looks a hell of a lot like the scary old man from the Home Alone film. I never saw Home Alone. Donna! Oh, <laughs> it's been 20 years since I've seen those. And somebody sold their souls to get that shit made. That's right. We all know that from Dogma. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah! <laughs> All right. Any other guesses? Any other clues? Um, Something not having to do with his uh, facial characteristics. <laughs> he was um, he his brother uh, Lorenzo Niles Fowler. <laughs> <laughs> what? I pronounced it right for once. I don't know. I just it, it's funny. Lorenzo just... Niles Fowler was very famous for introducing us to a ceramic head-shaped thing that is the symbol of this pseudoscience. Ceramic head-shaped thing? I... 
Uh, uh, the only thing that I can come up with is phrenology. Yes! Oh! You got it, Donna! You are queen of the podcast. I thought phrenology was just yeah. feeling yeah. the bumps. His brother Lorenzo was the one who created that 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 famous ceramic oh, the, 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 head the, 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 with yeah. with the lines all over it oh, to say, good, oh, this Donna. is the area of that. Wow, it's almost like I read Craig's mind. Okay, that's a scary or place to notes. go. No, no. <laughs> so basically, he and his brother edited and published the American Phrenological... Phrenology. <laughs> you, got, you got all the way through that. And you, the, the American Phrenological Journal. Phrenological Journal. From 1838 to 1842. And he continued to write books on the subject even though his brother moved to England, um, but they were still pretty big into phrenology, despite the fact that, uh, by most accounts, the the quote-unquote science of phrenology had fallen out of favor basically by around the 1940s. Well, so they sort were, of, because that's because the Germans used there's it. There's been a resurgence since then, but mm-hmm. as, as in the 1800s, yeah. around the 1840s, it was starting to get disproven. Because originally it was like, oh, this is good because it's instead of you know talking about humors and and you know metaphysical stuff and saying you know oh you're evil because you're bad religion guy thing and you've sinned. <laughs> Whereas this was the one of the first attempts. Phrenology was one of the first attempts to tie people's personalities and behaviors on the, their actual brains. Yeah. Well, well, uh, it, it was the idea was that there were little organs in the brain. Oh, I see. And the yeah. way you could detect those organs, which was, you know, which was big and which was small, was by the bumps on the head. Sure. So it was it was a pseudoscience, and it has been debunked despite, despite the fact that there's some people who still believe it. Right. But it was actually kind of good because it was progress. Going back to the progress discussions we had a few minutes ago of thinking, okay, there's actually a more materialistic explanation about phrenology, which oddly enough meant that some religious people hated phrenology just for that very reason, because it was tying personality and psychology. Right. It's it's also, I mean, yeah, it's also fortune telling in in some ways. In some ways. Yeah. Uh, Well, uh, part of the problem with phrenology is they could never really decide on, you know, I mentioned how they said there were organs in the brain that were these different areas of thought and personality. They can never decide on how many they were or where they were. And they didn't didn't want to open up a head to see. Yeah, it's kind of like homeopathy, (laughs) where if you go to ten different homeopathists, you get ten different answers on what mixtures and what different things to give you, because there's it's a pseudoscience. But it was kind of some progress in making things more tied to trying to brains because they're the you know some of the concepts of phrenology are actually part of psychology nowadays in that there are regions in the brain that are centers to different things there's the vision center there's the higher order right thinking. but it, it, but i think i think that's drawing a, a false no, analogy because but they it, couldn't it, have possibly have known true well, no, they're, I mean... They're, so they made up this thing called this division We've known for a long time that, you know, Johnny on the farm got a nail through his head. Yeah. And suddenly... Suddenly he, couldn't he can't see, or see anymore yeah. or something. Or, or suddenly was and, different. And lots of people who all had the injuries in the same area had the same deficiencies. So this was kind of... 
that's the reason why phrenology kind of started to become well. This right. could be true. Yeah, starting starting to make a make a prediction from the evidence. I kind of see it like Freud. Freud is a complete coked out dickhead who didn't know what the hell he was talking about, <laughs> but he started the movement in saying, "All right, let's make the analysis of people's behaviors and psychology an actual science." Right. So. You know, phrenology, pseudoscience, you shouldn't believe it, but it's progress. Kind of like alchemy was metaphysical and a lot of, you know, magical thinking, but it was chemistry. It was the beginning of, let's let's codify this and... Let's make stuff blow up. Yes. (laughs) So that is Orson Squire Fowler, born October 11th, 1809, and he passed away August 18th, 1887. Thanks. So he lived a long, full, and happy life. <laughs> awesome. So, after all of that blathering on about veganism and making excuses feminism, while we're not vegans, and feminism, and, and humanism, and, and speciesism, oh yeah, at the end. <laughs> and a birthday, that and brings phrenology. us to about oh, phrenology, yeah. Which was part that. of the birthday, no. which is why I chose that person. Right. But you know what it's not? It's not the lightning round! The lightning round! Lightning round! I can't do this one. Yes, the lightning round, where each of us get 90 seconds to fill in the blank answers and see how many we can get right. Wow. You actually did that pretty good there, Gary. Congratulations. Yes. That's because I'm <laughs> speaking in my in my announcer voice. Alrighty then. Which is not very announcery, but that's fine. Oops. Dropped a couple and questions. And I think you might win tonight. You think? Yeah. I've been studying all Place your bits, people. Place your bits. I studied for not. Okay. Lightning round. Lightning, Lightning round. round. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Our enthusiasm for the lightning round is officially tanked. Well, we, we spent our enthusiasm wad a couple minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. There was much addressing. Okay, uh, Greg? All right, so... He's going, I, w- I won last time. So you'll go first this time. No. Because okay. I can't remember who went first last time. Listeners, write in and tell me how I'm wrong. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, the 90 seconds you have for answering as many multiple no uh, fill in the blank questions as you can will begin after I've completed reading off your entire first question. <laughs> wow, that what? Never mind, just go. I think, when, I think we get when it. When I stop talking, start the timer. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here okay. we go. By studying a range of fossils found in New Zealand, paleontologists, uh, paleogeneticists have determined that the half-life of DNA is approximately... Uh, something like 510 years. 520. Very, 521. Very good. Uh, the U.S. Department of Transportation National Highway Traffic Safety Administration <laughs> has issued a consumer safety alert to uh, tell vehicles... Airbags! That, thank you. <laughs> Um, another New Zealand study shows that uh, there's that blank has no effect on the frequency of the common cold. Uh, vitamin D or C. It was about D, but yeah, yeah. you got it. Um, a group of Ruthen- Russian Orthodox Christian activists are calling blank anti-Christian. Apple. An no, Apple logo. Yeah, you got that right. Um, 
Listener Richard Hannes shared a story about um, an IOP study of British schools showing about half of the state schools do not send any girls to study blank at an A-level. Physics. Um, a small, bright, shiny object seen by the Mars Curiosity rover camera has been determined to be a blank. Uh, it's a bit of plastic off of the rover somehow. Very good. Or possibly from the descent stage. Right. Arkansas Republican State Rep... Uh, Loy Moak is uh, losing party financial backing because his public comments and editorials praising blank. Uh, 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 slavery. Very good. Uh, listener and guest Dr. Ellison shared the Facebook page for Qui Gong Distant Blank on our Facebook page. Uh, healing, I think. Energy healing, close enough. Very good. I, I, I think you got this one. <laughs> You got eight Yay. correct, and I mistakenly buzzed you on one, but you did get eight correct and zero wrong. Wow. Very good. I'll just write that down. Eight correct. Golf clap, everybody. Golf clap. And Gary is queen of the podcast, because I'm pretty sure I'm I not feel beaten. pretty. Well, oh, just so by pretty. the one or two that are on the top, I'm guessing you'll at least get a couple right. <laughs> so are you ready to start, Donna? I'm ready. All right. Uh, daily. Uh, I hate these. Na- I hate names I can't pronounce. Okay. Akhmadinejad. Thankfully, you didn't start timing. You didn't start the question. I, <laughs> I didn't stop it. I didn't even start it. <laughs> you are the brute squad. All right. <laughs> I'm the brute squad. Okay, go ahead. Davy Vuil- <laughs> Davy Jones of the Monkeys? No! Davy Williams? Villanueva. Villanueva. Alright. Do you know the answer yet, Donna? <laughs> I need to hear the rest of the question. Davy Villanueva was fishing in the San Antonio River when he pulled a blank from the riverbed. A skull. Mastodon tooth. Mastodon tooth. And I'm the one who posted that. <laughs> uh, the Pew Forum on Religious and Public Life poll released this week says the number of American nuns is now at... 20%. 20. <laughs> 20. Uh, Godelet University Chief Diversity Officer Donja- Dr. Angela McCaskill was suspended after it became known that she'd signed petition to put blank on the ballot initiative in Maryland. Um, anti-marriage. Anti-marriage equality. Gay marriage, that sort of stuff. An analysis of multiple studies has found that the use of blank is correlated with multiple forms of skin cancer, not just the worst. Oh, uh, tanning beds. Mexican archaeologists working in the Aztec temple have found over 50 blank buried under a sacred stone. Bodies. Go back to the Mastodon one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you got there. You got there in the end. Bodies are... Skulls are part of their bodies. Uh, Sentencing hearings are underway for Dallas, Texas mother, Elizabeth Escalona, who punished her two-year-old girl Uh, for soiling her pants. Super gluing her hands to the wall and beating her. Exactly right and horrible. Um, Forty years in the making, uh, paleontologist Paul Sereno has finally published a new species, Pagomastix africanus, which is an early small plant-eating blank. Dinosaur. Yes. (laughs) The Department of Defense is funding a three-year, $10 million study to test whether omega-3 fatty acids found in fish oils can reduce blank in U.S. troops. Uh, suicide, depression, stuff. Very good, yep. You had seven correct and oh. one wrong. So it was very close. Don't sell yourself 
your shelf. Don't <laughs> don't sell, sell your shelf short. Don't sell sell your shelf short. <laughs> don't sell yourself short, Donna, because you are a smart, wonderful person. So now we got to test Greg. Yep. Yep. Greg has to get eight right. Those are ones. Or I is it sixteen right? <laughs> I don't think I could get that many right in ninety seconds <laughs> because time is a yeah, factor here. I really can't read that fast. Ready? Yep. Okay, Michigan. Time for us now. <laughs> Michigan Judge Joseph Sheeran gave Daylene Bell two years probation for attacking two men Bell thought were Muslims on the condition that Bell write papers on uh, Hinduism, which was the actual religion of the victims. Republican candidate for the Arkansas House of Representatives Charlie Fuqua suggests in his book that a good way to deal with rebellious or disrespectful children is the death penalty for them, because the Bible says so. Hell yeah. After a spike in cases, New York City Health Department recommends that HIV-positive men get recommend, get vaccinated for... Meningitis. Ha! <laughs> has the word men in it. <laughs> a study of 9,000 women in St. Louis found that issuing free birth control significantly reduced the average rate of... Abortions. British teenager Gabby Scanlon had life-saving surgery to remove her stomach after drinking a cocktail that contained... Liquid nitrogen. Don't do it. Listener Richard Hannes shared a story about two New Jersey men whose pictures was used without permission in a Colorado... Um, Anti-gay political ad. Mailer, but I'll give it to you. It's a form of advertisement. The father of a paralyzed Long Island woman... Sung Young Grace Lee has withdrawn his petition to become her legal guardian after she said she, she did not want the feeding tube and breathing apparatus removed after all. Florida man Edward Archibald became ill, collapsed, and died after winning at a insect and worm eating competition. You tied with Gary. Ah, you are a loser. What? You are a loser. Because I didn't get more than you. Yep. Alrighty. Gary, you are queen of the podcast. podcast. I've been pretty. Here is your tiara. A tiara! A tiara! <laughs> oh my god, it's a tiara! <laughs> I had to do my best Amy Farrah Fowler. Yeah, the, the, the guy that ate the, the cockroaches was rather an interesting one. Uh, they're saying that it may have been due to him being allergic to cockroaches. Yep. To some of the bacteria on cockroaches. That's something you never want to find out, that you're allergic yeah. to cockroaches. <laughs> it, well, definitely. Well, it'd be good to find out that you are allergic to them, but not after having eaten them. Right, right. but there's no situation where just in your daily life where you find out you're allergic to cockroaches that come from anything good. There is, you know, your, your house is infested with the cockroaches. Not so good. And you find out you're allergic. You, you know, you die from a... You know, insect eating competition. You find out you're allergic. Not good. Yeah, I can't, I, well, I one just, of those is worse than the other one. <laughs> yes, but none of them are good. Mm, yeah. Well, well, no. The other one tells you that you have a cockroach infection, which is a good thing. Otherwise, it may have continued on, and then you'd have like uh, Joe's apartment. Joe's apartment. Yeah. yeah. Without the, without the singing and them trying to get you late. Right. It's well. That movie just shows how hard it is to get rid of a cockroach infestation. Yeah, but those were good cockroaches. I mean, they're very friendly and 
but very resilient and hard to get rid of. He tried many, many times yeah. until he gave up and became friends with them, which was the moral of the story and all happy and fun and shiny. But And a lie. Yes. Yeah, and I'm going to say... Yes, happy endings where the guy ends up with the girl are a complete and utter lie. No, Trust about, me. I was talking about... Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm going to say that entomophagy is a, it's a common practice outside of industrialized areas. No, I, I'm, I'm playing it up what? for the comedy. Entomophagy? What's that? The eating of bugs. Oh, well, plenty of people eat crickets for protein and stuff like that, so... And on that note, thank you for joining us this week. We will talk at you next week. Where we might actually have a topic. We had topics. We had topics. We had topics. We- no, we had, we had a viewer mail. Listener mail. Viewer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we have okay. remote viewer mail. <laughs> I, I, I'm used to thinking in a visual form. Yes, right. Well, Listen. you know, most of our show is really just talking about what interests us, and it's fun when someone comes to us with a topic of, "Hey, we, I prefer, I'd like you to talk about this. This would be interesting." Yeah, although this was mainly, "Oh, you really fucked up. Would you please clarify?" <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it makes for an interesting discussion. Yeah. So, if you have anything you want us to talk about, send us an email or post on our Facebook page or comment on our blog and. <laughs> Smoke signals. I swear we will start comment re- responding to to blog comments. It might I be promise, faster promise, if they I use promise. smoke signals. Uh, no, probably not. A lot of smoke up there. I mean, yeah, between that and the chemtrails, cheese. Okay. <laughs> All right. So thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next week. So it's good five for me. It's and a goodbye for me. For- and from. Yes, them. from it's me. It's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from them. Goodbye. Goodbye. That's right, it's two Ronnies. Come on. <clears throat> who? Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know who the two Ronnies are? Is it like the Rappin' Ronnies, the Ronald Reagan remix? No, no. This is uh, Ronnie Corbett and Ronnie Barker from, from 19... This is post... Post uh, Monty Python. They weren't actually Pythons, but this is uh, 19... Sketchy, early comedy-ish. 80s. Yeah, thing. yeah. I'm. I guess I'm just uneducated in that matter. Yep, you are ignorant of the two Ronnies, and that's okay. Not, I'm, not I'm a lot of people over that. here knew about it. It's on PBS. I'm a lumberjack, and that's okay. <laughs> Golma and the work all day. Okay, we're out. The Skeptic Wire podcast theme music is by Oscar Lawn with guest mandolin by Greg Perrine. If you've enjoyed listening to The Skeptic Wire, leave a review on iTunes or leave us a voice message via the Podposted app for iPhone. Friend us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at The Skeptic Wire. Follow our blog at skepticwire.blogspot.com or send us an email, skepticwire at gmail.com. You've been listening to The Skeptic Wire. No, I, I'm not playing it up what? for the comedy. Entomophagy? What's that? The eating of bugs. Oh, well, plenty of people eat crickets for protein and stuff like that. So they're very. I know. Do eat Jiminy Cricket for protein? Oh, oh hell yes. just j- no. <laughs> You're gonna get a sued by Disney. Yeah, Jiminy Cricket's all like, yeah, baby, get the protein ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you're a sick motherfucker. When you wish upon a star. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm imagine never, like I'm this. Not, 
someone I'm, like morphing together to a picture of Jiminy Cricket with Ron Jeremy or something. <laughs> You'll never I'm watch Pinocchio again. That, I'm just thinking that there is a certain ABC show that comes on Sunday nights now that I'm not going to be able to watch again. <laughs> is it Magical World? No. No. I don't it's know. The story, it's, it starts out the story of every great fairy tale. Oh. Is the title? <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> and they have. I just wonder what Mr. Jimmy Cricket. Cricket was doing to Pinocchio's ear while he was asleep. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna make that sound too. <laughs> Jimmy, why is there dust in my ear? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of like an. <laughs> Like the the cricket sound with. I hate you both. Yeah, we're horrible, horrible people. My ear feels like it's burnt. <laughs> but hair gel. Anyway, so I guess that reminds, you know that reminds me of the joke that sex is different for men and women, and there's a guy going, "Yeah, of course, it's always better for the man," and the woman goes. Well, let me put it to you this way. Which feels better when you get done scratching your ear, your ear, your finger? <laughs> <laughs> right. Just saying. Yeah, but yeah. usually when I'm itching my my finger or itching my ear, my finger doesn't suddenly explode at the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it does, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what does that <laughs> Tell me make- I, I want to get a shirt with Jiminy Cricket on that says, blow me. <laughs> if cleaning your ears like sex, what does that make Q-tips? Little ear dildos? <laughs> dildos. Just read the book we got you. Okay. <laughs> Hop on pop? <laughs> I'm telling you. I, this may be coming national coming out day, but I'm sorry, but I'm one straight. fish, two fish, red fish, blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> Not available at adamandeve.com. <laughs> as far as we know, yet. Oh, someone's probably was, done a Seuss inspired porn. Was, I thought it was one fish, two fish, red fish, little blue pill. Ah. There you go. Actually, it's a little blue pill, red Make fish, my- one fish, two fish, three fish, four fish, five fish, six fish, seven fish. <laughs> well, if the the if the red fish blue blue balls if the blue balls are caused by using a cock ring too long, you probably could find that at adamandeve.com. Ah, okay, but that's not what gives you blue balls. Well, okay, yeah, they'd be more like purple, black and purple balls. <laughs> Well, and that actually, and getting a rat no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I was going to say, no, because the conquering really has nothing to do with the balls. Look at it from the engineering perspective here. It's just on the no, shaft. It's not. No, a- some people place them basically underneath the balls. Oh. Oh, how? To really constrict the blood in there. Yeah, that'd do it. <laughs> <laughs> but then That's- you have this weird looking. Yeah. Well, I'll come in. Come Chin. on. The testicles are weird enough looking as they are. I know. Why would you want to like, shove them through a toroid? <laughs> no, I had a Ford Escort station wagon. Ah. Well, have you have you you, you watched um, the, the <laughs> vampire movie? No, the vampire movie. 
the vampire meets office space movie that I can't think of. Oh, uh... The, the whole discussion about yeah, ball scratching. Dracula dead and loving it. No, 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 no. No, there's the whole discussion about yes, ball scratching. ball scratching in that movie. The, they're, all like, they're all like, from a from an engineering standpoint, this is like one of the worst ideas because it's like trying to chop wood on a waterbed because the balls lack uh, rigidity and stability. <laughs> so you can't just scratch away. Well, most of the time you're scratching at the... The sack, not the testicles themselves. No, they actually go into an in-depth explanation yeah. of, what is it, the pinch and roll and yeah. the stretch and flick. That's right. <laughs> yeah, okay. The hell is the name of that movie? Uh, 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 something Inc. Never Beast Incorporated. Never Beast Incorporated. Yeah. Well, my one of my favorite vampire movies is called Modern Vampires, and has one of my favorite lines of all time. Which is someone turns to Craig Ferguson's character and says, "Your friends are pretty weird," and he responds with, "You should see them naked." <laughs> that sounds like a Craig Ferguson line. Non-sequitur. I think the best non-vampire line, but should have been in a vampire movie, is from Brazil, where she goes, "Care for a little necrophilia?" That's right. <laughs> Good movies, all. Yeah. Yes.